Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. Today's episode, How to Build Talent from Within, could have also been called, We Need to Be Able to Take a Chance on Our People. Because as a leader, what and how do you go about finding and growing the talent that's right there in your organization? And as the individual, well, how are you going to be seen? How do you raise your hand to do that? And how are you going to be discovered? How do you grow? What path do you take to get there? Our guest, Nupur Kandawal, is drawing on her extensive experience as a leader and someone who's had advocates for her growth and has been an advocate for others within the organization. Nupur Kandawal is the Director of Talent Management at the LCBO and the co-founder of SheRocks, as well as a contributor as a Board of Director member with the HR Professional Association of Toronto Chapter. Nupur presents to diverse groups at conferences, seminars, and workshops as a recognized learning leader, as well as diversity and inclusion initiatives to enhance the employee experience. And congratulations, Nupur, as being nominated for Canada's Top 40 Under 40 Awards. And uh, stay tuned at the end, as Nupur will also be sharing her failure to da moment and how it had a significance of a CN Tower climb in reframing her thoughts. And stay tuned at the end as well as we share our three stars and the next step that you can put into practice from this episode. And if you have a question or a comment about the podcast, we'd love to hear from you and appreciate your thoughts. Email us at podcast at greatcanadiantraining.ca. Let's meet Nupur Kandawal and how to build talent from within. We're here at the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast with Nupur Kandawal, and we are talking about how to build talent from within. Nupur, thank you for being a returning guest on our podcast. Hi, Joel. Thanks for inviting me again. I'm really excited for this one. Yeah, this is a really interesting topic and so timely, how to build talent from within. And we had a, a subtitle to this, which is we need to be able to take a chance on people, which is our Absolutely. sort of subtitle. Yeah. <laughs> so why? So let's talk about that. Why? Why is this so important now? Yeah. So in a post-pandemic world, remote work and hybrid workplaces, you know, they continue to evolve and mm. employment possibilities are opening up and competition for talent is fierce. So more than ever, many are experiencing great resignation, or many are actually calling it great reshuffle. Mm. So with this context in mind, it is just smart. It is smart for us to focus on our current employees and build talent from within. And our shining stars are choosing to stay, especially when they feel that they belong, when mm -hmm. they feel that they can experience growth opportunities and that their values are aligned with that of the company. So basically, we can't afford to be complacent. We need to have an approach to build talent from within. I also want to just add that another yeah. trend organizations are looking for is to simplify, right? So yeah. do things less, but do them well. And sometimes there isn't a scarcity of ideas, but how do we put those ideas into action and how we link them? that is what could make a difference. So when there is movement from within the company, you're generally looking at individuals that are self-motivated, that have a good sense of the culture already, that are likely strong understanding of different business areas or client segments where they come from. So that's exactly what we need to harness. Yeah, so this is, this is great. Um, let's talk about the complacency. Um, so what, what, Maybe let's talk a little bit more about um, what we can do. So let's talk about maybe the individual. And you started talking a bit about that. 
about what the mm-hmm. individual needs to do about not maybe expecting that things are going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So for individuals, this means that we acknowledge that each one of us, we are responsible for driving our career, right? So Mm -hmm. each one of us is responsible for charting our own career path in our current workplaces. And at a practical level, what will this take? Mm. So, well, we need to be willing to share our interests. We need to be able to put up our hand for opportunities, seek assignments, And it's about being selective as well, right? Otherwise, it can get exhausting. So you are being selective. You know what you're drawn towards and what you want to explore further. But as an individual, there's a lot that um, the drive and energy is coming from the person. And the shift in mindset is really to seek out mentors and sponsors. So that way, the individuals can focus on nurturing those relationships. Yeah, I I like this idea about, you know, put up your hand and be selective. Um, Because one of the things is, uh, I guess, maybe as an individual, maybe you're spending time looking to see that the grass is greener somewhere else. And maybe not Mm -hmm. realizing that you need to use your voice, um, you need to express your interest, uh, which leads to being selective. Uh, about what you want to do within the organization or where you want to go, not expecting that people are going to necessarily see that. So you have to take some responsibility, as you said. Absolutely. And this has to be done in a very authentic way, right? We Mm -hmm. have different characteristics and personalities. So this might look like one-on-one conversations. It might look Mm -hmm. like follow-up after meetings. It might look like um, submitting your name when there's a call out. So you got to see what approach works for you, but it's about putting yourself out there and really taking initiative. And, and one of the things you talk about taking initiative is seeking a partner or seeking a mentor. Um, maybe take a, just a, a couple of moments and maybe walk us through that. Or how does that look or how does that do? Or what are you looking for in a mentor, as an example? Right. So I think it starts from what is it, what sort of specific aspects you're looking for to further enhance your career and what mm-hmm. supports do you need? So it could be about understanding learning journeys of other individuals mm-hmm. and um, understanding where, what you can learn from there. It could be specific skill sets that you want to learn more about. It could be exposure to certain kind of work that you want to learn more about. So that's when you identify and reach out to individuals that have had those opportunities and that would be willing to share with you. I have definitely benefited from having mentors and it's propelled me to be a mentor myself and give back. So I would say seeking out mentors informally, formally is a great way to progress. I think that's a great definition of of mentor because sometimes we confuse mentor with a coach. And so you're not looking for someone to coach. You're looking for someone to, I guess, the mentor to be a guide and to maybe share what they did, not necessarily coaching you, but, but, you know, exactly like, here's how I did this. Here's what I did. Here's what maybe you can do to get there. Um, And as you said, you've had some, you, you've been a mentor yourself and you've had a lot of mentoring. Is that, would that be a good example of mentoring then? Yes, I would say so. And where coaching comes in is where what a coaching mindset is what leaders can sort of apply when they mm-hmm. are supporting their uh, talent to build right. and develop them. Right. Yes. And so let's talk now about about leaders. So because we're we're how you know how to build talent from within. So um so we talked about the individual, you know, put your hand up, be selective, seek a mentor, um be clear maybe on what it is you want to do. Uh let's what's the what's the role of the leader here in this? Right. So for leaders, it's about being curious and it's about being an advocate. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like is that, first of all, don't make assumptions 
um, simply based on individual's current role and title. There's a lot we might not know about the full package, the you know all the different skills and talents and abilities the individual brings. So perhaps look at other aspects of their experiences and talents that you're not aware of. And I think it's also about acknowledging that there is going to be a learning curve. Mm. And to figure things out up front, there is going to be a runway. Um, and sometimes when we promote from within, owning a role could take some time. Depending on the role, it could take one to two years. And that there is going to be a ripple effect um, where you need to have a line of sight into the rest of the chain in the organization, right? And be be up for the challenge and, and see how you can support development there. So figure out what does the current state look like, but then also what is a transitional state? And then what is the end state? Because I find that many time leaders are just looking for the end state and to get there. Yeah. But we need to really pace ourselves and say, okay, if I'm being an advocate and I believe in this talent, where are they at? What is the current state? What is transitional state that I'm going to be okay with? Um, and I find many leaders ask themselves, well, what if I take a chance on someone and it doesn't work? Right. <laughs> you know, that's a fair question. And, yeah. and yes, yes, there is a risk. So first of all, you aren't shooting in the dark, right? You are mm. choosing to invest in internal talent. Uh, looking at data points like talent assessments, like successor pool, being aware of expectations of the role, what's negotiable, what's not, uh, looking at the past experiences of the individual, looking at their observable behavior. So you, so you have access to all this rich data based on which you're taking that first step. And you'll never know what could have happened until you try. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, don't don't finish up a made up story in your head. Like recognize potential and give them a chance. Um, and yes, there are roles in situations where there may not be a suitable internal candidate. And I'm not discarding that. Just saying that being open and exploring possibilities internally is important. And yes, there is room and place for external external hiring as well. So offering learning programs and growth opportunities to those that show potential, um, it basically elevates and expedites their readiness to take on new roles. Um, and we were talking about mentoring and coaching. So yeah. at a practical level, um, regular coaching conversations are helpful. Right. Basically talking with the person as opposed to lecturing to them, mm -hmm. right? And prompting and asking open-ended questions to foster curiosity. And it's, it's not only about building the relationship, but taking responsibility of the health of the relationship because this is a long-term game. Yeah. Nupur, so much gold in there. <laughs> so much. Um, well, you know, head, headline here is we need to be able to take a chance on people, right? That was our sub, that was our subline for this episode. Um, and it start, and as you said, don't make assumptions, be curious. It's it starts with there. And I yes. like this idea of there's a current state, a transitional state, and the end state. And and what is, and this is good because sometimes as a leader, you have such high expectations of yourself. That is yes. a challenge to, as you say, that it's what is going to, what is okay going to look like as you go through these stages, like not expecting that the person is going to be where you're at or what your own expectations of yourself are. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know what, reflecting on my own experiences, mm -hmm. um, when I think of leaders who got this right, that I, I felt they got this right, they successfully identified and nurtured talent, um, they built engaging teams, and they showed a few different qualities. Right. So yeah. those leaders focused on progress, not perfection. 
So yes, they had high standards, but right. they also showed showed tolerance for making mistakes. And then they were very skillful in turning those human errors into learning opportunities. Um, I've seen those leaders demonstrate both commitment and candor, right? Mm. So commitment, commitment can come down to practical things like having regular chats, asking what supports are needed, following through, um, learning about the individual's learning style and adjusting the approach. A candor is really about when leaders is focus on establishing trust so the other individual can feel open in sharing any feedback or sharing when they need clarity. So within the context of the workplace, we do need to notice if individuals is feeling the pressure um, of being guarded, you know, in right. their answers or they're hesitating to speak the truth because it, it comes down to establishing trust. And something that's worked for me is upfront discussion to establish a shared understanding. So, you know, something like it's important to me as a leader that we have trust and that we are candid with each other. So sharing alternative ways of thinking and diverse perspectives, they add to out-of-the-box thinking, right? It is welcomed. I welcome this. Please be candid. Let me know what can I do or what can I do more of? What can I do differently to support you? And I think this sort of answers the question I was going to ask about what are the qualities <laughs> that a leader should have. And I think what we're hearing is headline uh, being candid and commitment. So candor and commitment. Um, yes. And then the things that you do within that to to get there. And and you gave us a great way to open that conversation. Um, and yeah, and we're looking for diversity and we're, uh, in, in the perspectives um, and and how you create that trust that people feel comfortable to share the diversity in perspectives. Yes. And, you know, what when I think of my own experiences, I've been very fortunate to be surrounded by leaders mm -hmm. who have been advocates and who have supported me and that has had a huge impact uh, on my career growth and development. Right. So what what drives me is being of service and right. knowing that I'm contributing. So I put my hand up for stretch assignments, for opportunities, for projects, um, for for work that I'm familiar with, with but may not may want to learn more about. Right. And I've also had moments where I'm like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> like, this is our kickoff meeting. Do I still want to go ahead with this? And I clearly remember there was this instance when um, one of my leaders had talked to me and said, I know how it is when you start a journey, mm -hmm. but know that there is a runway. This is not start and end. Know that there is a runway. Right. We put you in the spot because we believe in you and we are giving you a runway. And that's what an advocate sounds like, right? So when you have a leader that reinforces that belief, it mm -hmm. you know gives you that extra boost of confidence and right. um you know you're struggled you reframe things in your <laughs> mind and you're like okay yes you know there is a runway i'm going to get i'm going to let's let's see what happens next and you keep going and it has a huge uh, very positive impact on your talent i think this is full circle with this word advocate that that's what that leader is and 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 that they helped you as an example and just said uh, we believe it. We believe in you. That's why we put you here. You've got some runway, which goes to our, you said earlier about the current state, transitional state um, and end state that this is, you don't have to get it perfect right now, which is where <laughs> you've got, you've got, you will make mistakes, um, but it's how you grow from those mistakes. And that's, I guess, what an advocate is. So what yes. are, um, 
what are some of the mechanisms then in in organizations to maybe because uh, you know someone's listening to this might be going okay this is great um mm-hmm. or leaders listening to this and going okay great um is there a way that we that there's a way that we could sort of as a mechanism in an organization to maybe highlight an individual or share stories as an example yes so uh that's a great question joel so i would say first of all understand at the organization level at the cultural level what is important because workplaces they are a living and breathing entity right mm-hmm. so where are we heading as a whole and basically aligning a talent strategy with the overall organizational priorities so so keeping that in mind it's about mapping out what do success profiles look for in roles um identifying critical roles so we need to focus on identifying high potentials and then investing in them very intentionally so when we develop and promote from within the other aspect is organizations will they might notice that they start depleting their high pool high potential pool at a much faster rate mm-hmm. so this also reinforces that you need to have a longer term perspective for talent right and look over multiple years what does growth and development looks like um and you talked about stories and i completely agree with that so highlighting individuals is another key approach approach um basically showcasing those that are demonstrating the character they're demonstrating the behaviors the career movements that we want to see more of across the organization and stories are memorable they go a long way so finding avenues to share these stories um could really make a difference um and finally another thought that comes to mind is talking about what career movement and career progression looks like um cuz many time jobs have talked to people and they they think of it as a ladder right yeah. just going yeah. up yeah um, but it's it's really more of a web and a very messy web okay <laughs> with it could be with horizontal movements to build a good foundation with exploring different parts of the organization so you know if we paint the picture of what the career movement and progression looks like at at our workplace people will get a more clear picture of learning journeys and what their learning journey could look like and then they're more sort of willing to take initiative i it's imprinted with me the messy web uh and that there's there's a learning <laughs> journey towards there so it's not like okay you're an associate now you're <laughs> now you're a senior associate now you're but like what's involved in there and um and how do we get there and and it may not be quite um there's different options and and so i think that's really that's really good and yeah i like the idea again of sharing stories as as we both agree that stories are so important they're impactful um and it 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 gives the the, the story behind the data or it gives the story right. behind the numbers yeah exactly um, well this has been so, uh, I'm looking forward to our three takeaways at the end because there's been a lot of takeaways. We might have to have <laughs> six stars at the end of this episode <laughs> to have six takeaways. Uh, but before we get there, we're going to take a little commercial break. Um, and this will give you about a minute, Nippur, mm-hmm. to think of your failure. Ta-da. Okay. So we'll give you a minute to think of it. All right. We'll be okay. right back. At The Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company, we want to help you feel even more confident, skilled, and impactful in your presentations. So we're excited to share news of our new one-day course. Become a great presenter with Microsoft PowerPoint and presentation skills. Our great series of courses blends the best of our professional skills training with the technical skills training needed to execute what you've learned. In this course, you'll learn the techniques to create and deliver engaging presentations. Learn how to design an effective and dynamic PowerPoint presentation and then 
Take the next step by going beyond your PowerPoint slides, inspiring others to take action with your new and improved delivery skills. Whether delivered virtually online or in person, our live expert instructors and facilitators will help you evolve as a leader and deepen your development with our specially designed, interactive, and engaging Become a Great Presenter with Microsoft PowerPoint and Presentation Skills one-day course. To learn more about this course and our great series of courses, visit us at greatcanadiantraining.ca or email us at info at greatcanadiantraining.ca and mention great in the subject line. And we're back with Nipur Kandawal, How to Build Talent from Within. Uh, this has been really an insightful episode, Nipur. Thank you so much again for being, but we're not ready to let you go yet. Uh, because <laughs> we want to do your failure to die. So something along your journey where you've something maybe didn't go as planned, uh, but it was so, but then you, it became an aha, became a learning moment. So, uh, hopefully you have one for us. I do. I'm ready. Two months ago, I signed up for WWF Canada's, that's World Wildlife Federation Canada's Sea and Travel Climb for Nature. And this is about climbing all 1,776 stairs of Toronto Sea and Tower. Wow. So exciting and nerve-wracking. Yeah. And, yeah. Yep. My first time. <laughs> Kudos so to you. For, yeah. <laughs> for me, this was about taking on a personal challenge and experiencing this moment with many other colleagues from work. It, it's, it's fun to create memories as a team. Mm -hmm. So... A couple of weeks, just a couple of weeks before the climb, I actually wasn't feeling up for it. Mm -hmm. um, what I was thinking was, why did I even sign up for this? <laughs> like, is, is this the right thing for me? And I've never sure. done this before. And the statement in my head that kept resurfacing was, I just need to get through it. I just need to get through it. And at the time, I thought, well, that's positive reinforcement, right? I just mm -hmm. need to get through it. But but you know what? It, it wasn't helping. Mm -hmm. um, and then, Joel, I happened to have a conversation with you. <laughs> and you shared with me about your experience with running obstacle courses and hurdles. Mm -hmm. Remember our chat? Yes, yes, the yes. Other day? <laughs> um, yeah, and you know what? During our conversation, I realized that I just need to get through it it that has a negative connotation that I'm going through something bad like I'm already thinking I need to get through it because I'm going through something that's not good and I right. just need to get out of the, out to the other side so instead I needed to own the present and mm -hmm. I needed to reframe the thought I just need to get through it to I am going to go through it mm. and so you know it, it, it's now it's not about finishing it's about keeping the momentum and keep going and yeah. now it's it's the journey that matters not only the end goal right so i would say that was ta-da <laughs> Ta <-da. laughs> yeah that's that is great so, so and reframing it I, I love that which is going from i need to get through it to uh, i'm going to go through it and Maybe this even ties into what we're talking about, building talent from within, right? About as a leader, being curious, maybe check your assumptions. <laughs> what language are you using yeah. on someone? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what? That reframing helped me. It went a long way. I'm happy to share that I did complete the CN Tara climbed, walked Yay! up the... Yay! <laughs> 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 
walked up the 145 floors, enjoyed a breathtaking view of our beautiful <laughs> city. Here's why it's relevant. Here's why I'm mentioning it within this mm-hmm. topic. So when leaders, when as leaders, when we advocate for team members and we take a chance on them, they're are going to be moments when, you know, the person's learning journey may look different than what you expected. And, um, or as an individual, if you've put your hand up for a stretch assignments, um, and then there will be moments where you see the unexpected and you see the audacious goals. It's especially in those moments that we need to keep in mind that present is a gift. And instead of focusing on when is, when am I going to get through it? Like, you know, it's it just going through it, going through it is important. You know, you yeah. might need to choose to slow down, observe, course correct, um, but basically keep going. And I recognize this is not easy. Um, mm-hmm. This requires continuous intention and practice, uh, but it's helpful. It's helpful to remind ourselves of the intention of owning the present. Just shake it off. Then mm-hmm. you will notice the stairs you're climbing now and you won't miss the stairs that you are yet to climb. Each step will fuel you towards achieving your goals. A moment of pause for everyone to just absorb that. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Each step. Absolutely. It it really is one step at a time. Enjoy and enjoy the present and keep going, as you say. Um, And yeah, love it. Love it. Nippur, thank you so much. This is a great failure, Tada. Uh, this has been a really insightful episode on uh, how to build talent from within and why that's so important. So uh, before we let you go, uh, Nippur, if anyone has any questions uh, or want to uh, reach out to you, what's the best way to connect with Nippur Candlewall? So you can find me on LinkedIn and um, I can also uh, reach out to me through sherocks.ca. Perfect. Nipur, thank you so much for being a guest on the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Thanks, Joel. This was a great chat. Thanks so much. And now it's time for our three stars, no trois étoiles. These are the three takeaways from today's episode that you could start to put into practice. Number three, the three states, current, transitional, and future. Basically, what that means is as you look at the growth of that individual, that it's progress, not perfection. You are, we are taking a chance. There's no definite answer that this is the right person, but looking at the process going through the current transitional and future state. Number two, as a leader, showing that commitment and candor. So commitment towards their growth and the candor that there's dialogue, that there's trust, that the individual can feel open to discuss with you and they could ask for clarity. And number one, how can you be an advocate? Well, Nupur had a great example from her advocate who said to her, I know how it is when you start and there is no start or end. We are giving you runway. So again, it's not about getting that perfect result, knowing that there is failures along the way and we learn from those failures to get towards our future state. And now what's one simple thing that you could do? What's the next step? Don't assume be curious. Enjoy. Thank you for listening to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode and leave us a rating or review if you enjoyed this episode. Let's stay connected. Join us on LinkedIn at Great Canadian Training and Consulting. And if you want more free resources and our list of professional instructor-like courses from software to soft skills, then make sure to come on over to greatcanadiantraining.ca. 
If you have any questions or comments on the show, we'd love to hear from our listeners. Email us at podcast at greatcanadiantraining.ca. We'll see you next episode in our search for what makes a great communicator with our leadership and communication discussions and tips.